I'm Melissa. And I'm Jesse. And welcome to our show, Nameless. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to say it. <laughs> it's happening fast. It's nameless. <laughs> it's going to happen fast. <laughs> I'm fucking up. <laughs> Okay, anyway, so, anyway, so, so, welcome to our show, one, two, three. <laughs> now I know why they did that. Watch, one, two, three, nameless. Okay. Anyways. We're getting ahead so, of ourselves. Way ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Oh. Okay. So. Well, I'm Jesse. And I'm Melissa. And welcome to our show. Nameless. <laughs> okay. This is our second episode. Yes. It is our second episode and we are so happy to be here. Thank you for watching. Everybody who's back again. Um, if you're here for the first time, thank you for coming. Uh, yeah. We're excited to be here. We're excited to do this. Um, we're nervous, of course, um, but um, I think we're gonna get better as time goes by. I really do. <gasps> Jesse, Jesse, where are you? Oh. Hello. <laughs> <gasps> so we decided to go with the song of the day. We did decide to go with the song of the day, and that is what uh, brings you to our theme. Um, the song of the day is the, uh, Running For Your Life. By Dirty Heads. Yes, by the Dirty Heads. One of my favorites. One of my favorites also. Um, and I believe, uh, you know, that's what brought me to, um, starting the Dirty Sisters. Uh, I, I've always had a passion and love for the Dirty Heads. They've always brought me out of, like, any any bad time or any good time, I just always turn them on. I mean, I, I run to them all the time. And um, I honestly, I just, I love the Dirty Sisters group. It's just a bunch of girls who love the same shit that we love, that I love. And, um, you know, together we, we all, um, I didn't know there was so many awesome women in the world. I really didn't. Um, until like this group comes together and they, they do things and they make shit happen and they, um, they help others. And, um, you know, there's, a, there's just so much, there's like the compassion project where we were able to, uh, give another sister $450 this month. And we look forward to doing that every single month. You know, um, we want to make sure that we are spreading love in the world and, um, I would say probably just the saying of you can't fix the whole world, but you can fix one person at a time. And, and I, you know, I, like I, I love it. I think it's, I think it's amazing. And, and with this, um, group or with this video that we're doing, um, we can, we can put smiles on faces. We can make people happy. We can, um, make people laugh. And that's, you know, that's, my take on the Dirty Sisters is just the the Dirty Heads is what brought the Dirty Sisters together. Yeah. They um, if it wasn't for the Dirty Heads, uh, we would never have come together as one. And now when when they come back and they and their concerts come back to us, 
um, there's going to be a completely different, um, um, is it aura? Is that what they say around yeah. uh, in the, in the, it's, it's going to be different. It's going to be more of a family, more of a connection. I mean, I people have connected in such a way that we never did before, you know, last year, never. Um, yeah, we were cool with each other. We came to concerts, we had fun, but, um, you know, and Hey, I shared my joint with you. You shared yours with me. I mean, not really, but you know, I mean, that's, we did that. That's what happened now. I mean, you know, we're not going to do those things. People aren't going to walk around just passing their joint or, you know, but, Aww. but the love, I know. <laughs> we used to do that all the time. Just light them and hand them out. Just, you know, I mean, just people would be so happy. So that's probably what we're going to have to do now. Just love for you. Spread the love for you. This <laughs> for one is for group. you. <laughs> Enjoy, <laughs> you know, partake. Please. Right. So, um, I think, I think that, um, I'm excited for what Dirty Sisters is going to come up also because I have big plans. I keep saying I have big plans, but I always have big plans. Like sometimes I don't know what my big plans are, but I have them. Well, it's thing about plans. Like you make them and then you reach the goal and then you make new ones. Right. And you just keep it going and going and going. I mean, and I haven't always done that either. You know, I mean, it's really hard and, and it's, it's nice to have other people around you who um, push you to do that, you know? Like, I really feel like, I feel like, um, for me. and and the same thing with you, you know? I mean, you, like, I, you don't know that you push me to, like, do stuff like this, like, my crazy that I just have held inside yeah. for so long, and then I met you, and I'm like, holy shit. There's so, many, there's so <laughs> many to be really crazy with and people are just going to look at us like, what are you doing? But I don't give a shit and, and it's fun and I like it and, and it's exciting and it gives me something to be happy about, you know, and it, yeah. and it, you know, obviously everybody knows, or a lot of people who know me know, I don't, you know, I quit drinking and, um, my life changed, it drastically changed. Like, overnight almost changed. And um, I'm in a completely different world than I ever thought possible. Um, and that I ever even imagined, like I never in a million years thought that uh, Daddy was gonna sing me happy birthday with his brother and like my favorite person, Luke and Anthony. And um, you know, I mean like who, who would have thought really? Like a year ago, I would have told you <laughs> A year ago, I might have told you I'm probably going to be dead in a year, you know, oh. because I was just in a horrible place. And, and that's why I do what I do. I do it because there's so many other people in a horrible place and there's nobody there to like, just give them that little nudge to like make that change or do something okay, different. So this nudge is what the compassion project is. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's so. The Dirty Sisters Facebook page, created by Melissa, is there for all of these women who have the shared love of good vibes and dirty heads and wanting to boost each other up. And it's a magical Facebook page. And if you need a group of women, first listen to Dirty Heads so you know what you're talking about when they say random oh, quotes and to when you. you. And <laughs> when you answer the questions, you got to know some stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you have to be a girl. We're really sorry. I know. No, dude. We're not trying to be, um, 
negative against males or anything, but we did try to tell you guys to start your own page, and I don't think yeah. that happened. Not it might have happened, but I don't know because we're not invited. So <laughs> yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, and so the Compassion Project is a project within the Dirty Sisters. Um, the Dirty Sisters has its own unit, and there are shirts. You can get stickers. Within the Dirty Sisters, there's the Compassion Project, where it's donations and um, women in the group and Melissa who do sales, some of the money um, or like the money that comes from the shirts and the stickers for Dirty Sisters goes towards Compassion Project, which is a donation done through a lottery of people who sign up. Am I saying this correctly? Right, right. So we put, we just, anybody who signs up, um, that's on the page and in there, um, they have to be active in the group. Um, they also need to um, be there for at least a month before they can sign up so that we, you know, we know we're not just having random people come into our group um, trying to take advantage of the, the you know, the love that we're giving. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, uh each person who does sign up, their name is just put into a random name wheel that I found online. And and then it just does, it randomly picks one of the girls off from that. And um, and then that girl will receive every, you know, on the first of each month, I'll do a drawing. And I, I, I feel that that, you know, gives people that sense of there is help out there or there are people who care um, and so that's, that's what the Dirty Sisters is about. And, and, you know, like I said, thank, thanks, thank you, Dirty Heads for, you know, getting us together, really. Yeah. Yeah. And specifically of the Dirty Heads, thank you, Daddy, for yeah. feeling good with Daddy, because that's how we got together. Yeah. And... <laughs> uh, so follow them on all the platforms. Yeah. I think it's a, what? Spotify, uh, Apple iTunes, uh, Patreon, Patreon, Facebook. Feeling good with Duddy Bunker Facebook is a fan page for that, um, where we became Bunker Bitches. Yes, we are Bunker Bitches. Um, <laughs> definitely sign up for their Patreon. It's very funny, and you should do that. Yeah, so it, it's feeling good with Duddy um bunker page on the facebook and then feeling good with duddy on patreon so um definitely go and <laughs> watch them um um yeah so we were we became bunker bitches on the fgwd bunker facebook page and we were searching for anthony we were. and so i have to <laughs> i have to apologize to anthony <laughs> do we do you get on your knees <laughs> Here, I yeah. can even put the pillow. Look, watch, see? Set the pillow. I'm sorry. Right here. Okay. Sorry, thank you. <laughs> That's all you get. Um, so we're new. As Very we new. I've mentioned before. And when you're new, you mess things up and you don't know all the rules. And we technical difficulties. And I do those. Yeah, she did those. <laughs> and so we were so super super lucky enough to have anthony from the bunker page feeling good with daddy the crew and um actually from gentle giant digital agreed to do an interview with us and then i didn't have audio <laughs> and and i i was there i was there that 
first time that she did not have audio. <laughs> but it happened <laughs> on my birthday too, so I had to leave. I did not know there was no audio, so. Yeah, oh, that was my original song of the day is Happy Birthday. Oh, sing it. Right now? Yeah, I mean, you're gonna talk about it. You might as well. <laughs> so what are you gonna do now? You didn't do it in the beginning like you wanted to, so you want me to do okay, it with you? Really, no. <laughs> birthday yesterday and so she was very busy and so I took over the interview and she and I lost all the parts that had Melissa in them on her That's birthday. That's okay I was there. <laughs> and so I was too. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Do you want to blow on something? Do I need to blow on something? Oh. <laughs> Do I? I mean I can. <laughs> Okay, wait. <laughs> Should I sit over here? <laughs> Here's what we're gonna do. Okay. <laughs> we have to make it good. It's a birthday song. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Melissa. I can't blow it. Happy birthday to you. Dang. <laughs> Here. No, you're great. Ah, yum, 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 yum. Best birthday ever. Don't choke. <laughs> I got fed grapes. I got a birthday candle. I and got a feast. A sung happy birthday. A feast. I got, and that's just today, and it wasn't even my birthday. Well, because yesterday I <laughs> erased her from <laughs> her birthday. And so my point being was that um, Anthony was. Not only was Anthony kind enough to agree to do an interview for us, Anthony was also kind enough to record <laughs> half of that interview and also was kind enough to re-record the parts that I lost. Yeah, so he did it twice. <laughs> so... So thank you. Thank you, Anthony. Yes, thank you, and I'm, I apologize. And we will learn. Yes. <laughs> I learned. Yes. I learned things. Yes. <laughs> so, with that being said, <laughs> we should show his video. Yes, and so it was Anthony from Gentle Giant Digital, the Gentle Giant himself, Anthony. And <laughs> on our Nameless Podcast, we owe a huge giant shout out and thank you to Feeling Good With Daddy because that is how me and Melissa met. And that is how we became friends and we became bunker bitches together while we were searching for Anthony when he was missing. Oh, and then Paul has freed you. And here you are now agreeing to do this with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. Love doing redos. Yes, totally. I know you do. I just knew. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, you're and welcome. so. The Gentle Giant himself, Anthony of Gentle Giant Digital. Hooray! How the fuck are you? 
I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, trying to stay in quarantine and, and just mainly working from home and on site with clients is really all I do now. Your company is made up of you and your business partner, Alex Soto. How did the two of you team up and get started in this? Well, I'm going to have to pump the brakes there on you for a second, Jesse Z Rules, uh, because we haven't even smoked up yet. So grab your, uh, <laughs> grab your uh, party utensils and uh, let's get this done with. I just happy birthday melissa oh you're not on the show that's a great co-host you have there she's amazing she's invisible today it's her birthday her birthday suit's not new it's invisible well okay she's preparing um so this is is our second episode and we are having a song of the day which is running for your life by dirty heads and we shall dress in togas and stomp on grapes that's cool i'm very excited i'm excited for you, you. join us no not at all uh, <laughs> boo. Boo. that uh peaks my sure? interest zero percentile <laughs> are, are you waiting on me yeah Oh, I suck. Hold on. <laughs> Is my, my mail slot? <laughs> no one knows what that means yet. So now it's just weird. Weed. Oh, you hold it a long ass time. What are you going underwater? <laughs> you only need to hold that shit for like a few seconds. What are you doing? Cheat sheets. So ask me this question again. So Gentle Giant Digital is a digital creation company that specializes in photos and videos, especially in music and social media, web design, and so much more. But the so much more includes photos, videos, concerts, podcasts, uh, weddings, cars, advertising, red carpets, and TV shows. You have a business partner, Alex Soto. How did you two team up for this business? We actually met, um, I believe it was about 10-ish years ago at uh, Disney. We both, uh, we both worked at one of the hotels. Um, and from that point, uh, that's when I started getting into photography, mainly to do weddings and events. Uh, and then he had a band that he's, he's still actually in that played local shows. And, and he asked if I want to shoot photos. And that's kind of what got me into the concert photography um, and, and that's really where that relationship kind of became a thing uh, to the point where he's now with me today. And we talk like, you know, two to three hours, probably a night just about work stuff. And, and it's been a beautiful relationship ever since. That is magical. Was that the question? I know you um, asked it so many times, but I don't know if I answered it. Yes, it was. It was I think I'm into number up. four of these right now because of these redos, but. 
wonderful day. It's a, what a Monday, right? Is it Monday? I mean, I'm on the fucking Monday. beach. I'm smoking weed without getting arrested. What else can I be upset about? I'm stoked. Right. I mean, I wish I wasn't You're alone, welcome. but you know, I'm not wearing pants. So <laughs> jokes on them. <laughs> what, uh, what really kind of kicked things off with Alex and I was he played a show with a band called On Rent Law and Phoenix TX, which is like a 90s pop punk band. And uh, they have famous hits like Seeing Red and all that. So we started working with them simply because Alex had a show on the same bill as them. And that's, that's kind of what got us into like the bigger bands. And then um, my takeoff was when I reached out to shoot the used and they approved me and the manager saw the photos, the social team saw the photos and they were super stoked. And from that moment on, that's when I started working for everyone that I do today. That's really awesome. And okay, so what part of the business um, do you, you control more of the photography and videography and what parts does Alex do on his end that you guys can meet in the middle? We, we do, we, yeah, we, we pretty much can do each other's jobs. I would say he definitely is a master and specializes like in more of the websites and ads and, and that kind of aspects as far as like the marketing. Uh, I would say I'm, I specialize more in the photos. That's always just been my thing. Video was, it was more of a uh, necessity with bands. A lot of bands don't want to or have the means to have a photo person and a video person anymore. So in a sense, you have to wear multiple hats. And, and that's really what has gotten Alex and I a lot of business is we have the ability to wear so many hats because we just, from having so many years of Disney with customer service and just efficiency and then going to concerts with just building relationships and having trust. Trust is a huge thing in this business. And uh, him and I have built that over the years. That's awesome. The hats thing, that's one of my favorite analogies. Yeah, we use it a lot because I, even with this current client that we have is we came on to do uh, mainly social media, photos, cool car videos, things like that. And then we ended up realizing that we could benefit this business by not only doing that, but also creating their online presence. So we help with the website, we created their Yelp, their uh, My Google business, we help with ads, we create the, the assets that go with the ads. And it's just kind of blossomed into this thing. And, and we realized uh, that we just have even more hats that we can wear than we thought we did. Like, it's just like, oh shit, we know how to do that. Oh, you need help with this. We know how to do that too. And it's just crazy what him and I together can do as a team. I didn't even realize some of those were, I, I mean, not part of it. I, I realize you do run social medias for bands and take pictures and stuff and give them content, but all the things that you just listed, like it's, it's so much more than just web design or like specifically worded a digital creation that's what it is yeah it, that's what i'm saying when you when we we're talking about the interview yesterday and you said like my title is photographer it that's just the thing is just like there is that's just one of the many hats that i have to wear and and unfortunately people tend to only see that hat so it's one of those things where like yeah you see me in the photo pitch you'll see me at weddings but again it's it's what's happening behind the scenes that people aren't aware about and that's what takes the most time and effort see that's good stuff to know digital creation i'm gonna remember that one you guys worked at disneyland together how how long were you working at disneyland you and alex 
together before you decided to create your own separate thing? I've started my own businesses since I was probably at the age of 16. When I was 16 years old, my neighbor had a clothing company and, and he didn't know how to do anything except buy merch. And he had hot friends to wear his clothes. That's all he had and some money. I came in at 16 year old and built him a website. I did the photos, I did graphics. And I, in, that, in that first, it was really, really my first job. I learned that a lot of these businesses have a good idea, but they're having to pay a field of people to do it for them. And I learned very early on that I was able to wear multiple hats and do it all myself. So like, that's why I was just like, if I have my own business, I don't have to go hire this person, this person, this person, this person. I can just do it myself, which means I would save money and make more money. So just from the beginning, I even started my own clothing company. And that just led into doing one idea after another to the point where I got over the website thing, which I'm glad Alex took on because he's great at it. And um, it's just been a wild ride of just always trying to be my own boss. With that, and this is early days when internet was just coming out. I couldn't even afford internet. So like, I, this is very old school. Like, how do I, how am I going to make it? No, nobody to advise me, no one to help me. It was just me trying to figure it out. You seem like you're doing a really good job. <laughs> you're helping I don't me do a good job. Like I'm saying right now, because I'm, I'm four joints in <laughs> because of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm the co-host because I don't even see the other person that's supposed to be part of the show. You know, I hired you guys on Groupon to protect me. You guys didn't do that. I'm kind I of- tried, I tried. Melissa was searching the desert. I made posters. You didn't even know. Mute didn't <laughs> seem to wait for me. He was out there with Lukey boy. So, you know, good for them. I'm sitting there in the closet with my uh, either happy tissues or sad tissues. That's up to debate and uh, trying to just live my life. Well, you're free now. Thank you, Steven Seagal. <laughs> you fit in a trunk? I do. Multiple I can, I, I forever, even when I was extremely fat, I could always fit into small spaces and small like clothes. I think it's because I don't use my body. So I have fat, but I don't have any muscle to get in the way of the fat. So that's why I have skinny arms. So I mean, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You know, this whole thing that they used to do back when I can't totally drop my joint. You know, this thing used to do back in the day. So you have a little lump. I, I don't. You could use this like you a, gotta try. a straight line. Like if you, like this would help you. This is a tool. Popeye would be pissed. You have to eat spinach. Baby girl weeds my spinach and it's doing <laughs> What are you thinking about? Well, pickles and snickle fritz. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So would you like to stomp grapes with us? No. Why? If you want to take a barrel with a bunch of nugs in it and stomp that down so we can make some pre-rolls after that, um, I'll do that, but. Would you make pre-rolls stomped down with feet? Unless, I'm not a big feet guy. So unless you guys got some nasty ass feet, I'm not really looking to have it those anywhere near me or my, my narcotics, honestly. It was your idea. 
for the for the masses, but not for me. Okay. Oh, I won't stomp on your nugs. <laughs> I appreciate you. Good. I appreciate you too. All right. Well, I got to get back to fucking work, but anyways, uh, just keep in touch. K-I-T-X-O-X-O. Send your presents. Do you like chocolate? What's with you guys in presents? You guys, you're like the old lady from Bad Santa. It's like, do you want sandwiches? Let me fix you some sandwiches. Do you want me to make you sandwiches? I, what's with the fucking sandwiches? I don't want any goddamn sandwiches. I don't want any fucking sandwiches. What is it with you fixing fucking sandwiches? I don't like sandwiches that much. They're good, but you gotta put chips on them. I agree. I put Doritos in peanut butter and jelly. Ruffles like on the sandwich, in the sandwich. So it gives it that crunch, because I don't put lettuce in it. But lettuce? Lettuce is gross. So I won't judge your lettuce. Unless, unless it's uh, Olive Garden, that's probably the only time I eat salad. That's a fun fact for you. I'm sure that is a fun fact. Everyone wants to know what I'm doing. Not eating salad. That's <laughs> Better watch it. I love salad, except it makes my teeth hurt. So. You know, I think with that, I'm ready to move on to the next topic. Um, okay. I have 69%. <laughs> All right. Your work with Gentle Giant Digital covers a variety of subjects, including social media, uh, capturing photos and videos for everything, music, weddings, podcasts, interviews, advertising, cars, red carpets, and TV shows. What are your favorite types of jobs to do? They mo mainly on concerts. In the end, it'll always be concerts. There's something about doing live music that uh, it's an experience you don't get from weddings or events and um but yeah, based off how you listed, it kind of shows that I do get bored with things easily, uh, which is why I like to keep it new, mix it up and try new things. And which requires a different skill set for those different ones. So like how you shoot a wedding versus a concert is a complete opposite. So I think with with concerts that that really challenges me, weddings, it's it's really comes down to the posing and, and the and the quality and the details and capturing those one in a lifetime moments that will never happen again. Uh, red carpet, kind of an easy thing. It's cool. You're, you're really just standing on the sidelines with a bunch of people that are also equally hungry for the same photo that you're trying to get. So you have to figure out how you want to stand out from them. Uh, I've had great success by just having quick turnaround time. A lot of those photographers will go home and sit on those images for a few days where I'm going home same night, staying up until about 5 a.m., you know, editing, uh, uploading and sending those off to the clients. Does the does the audience or who's going to receive the photos affect how you take the photos? Like you said, for a wedding, like that's just for those specific people. They're once in a lifetime moment. Um, I would say in general, everyone will probably have a different answer. I'm known for having like a journalistic style. I like documenting. So I'm very much capturing organic moments. So I'm not a fan of posing. I don't want to create a moment that wasn't truly there. Sometimes you have to with weddings. But um, yeah, I think that's, all, that's the main reason why I love music, because it's not me orchestrating it. It's just me capturing it. And that's all that needs to be done. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so as a photographer, you already touched on this a little bit. Um, so much more goes into each shot than just a point and click. What part of the job uh, or the process do you wish got more respect and its appreciation? 
I think a lot of the uh, a lot of the part of the, the main part of the job that gets overlooked is what happens after you leave the client. So after a show, after a wedding, people just think they you know I clock out and then somehow they get their images. But especially for like shows, when I was on tour with like Dirty Heads, you know I wouldn't be done until. 10 p.m. 11 o'clock and then I'm going straight to the bus to cull over a thousand images down to 400 edible images and then staying up all night to turn that into about a hundred usable images that I that I've critiqued enough where I think they're good enough to see eyes on a bus (laughs) I literally am sitting there at three four in the morning by myself on the bus and then here comes Dottie like stumbling to go to the bathroom or Jared and it's just like what's up good morning and they thought I just probably got up but it's like I haven't gone to bed yet so it's just, that's always been my work ethic is, it's just, everything's about timing. So life comes down to timing. Everything requires time. And if you're not fast enough, the next guy's waiting in line to take your spot. I would agree with that. Okay. So timing now in your lifetime, you're working exclusively with Gentle Giant Digital, right? That's like uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's like a freelance thing. So, I mean, and then it was a company that I started. And then over time, uh, I brought in Alex Soto, who's my partner. Um, he was a great fit because I was so busy doing photos and like interviews with bands that I needed someone to almost stay back and edit those videos for me because I didn't have time to do both. So that's where he kind of stepped in and helped with all that. Um, and then to the point where he learned what I do, I'm learning what he does. And then we just found out like, we can just kind of take on the world with that mindset, uh, just having all the different skills. So that leads into my next question. Um, because you met him at Disneyland, you said, uh, you worked there for many, many years. What were the best perks of working at Disneyland? What were the best takeaways? The best perks with Disney was obviously like the sign-ins and the discounts. So uh, I believe we got, what was it, like 12 sign-ins, 13, 12 or 13 sign-ins a year. Uh, and we could bring in three people each time. I could go in for free any day I wanted. Uh, so if you if you made friends at work, you just went to the parks for free. You didn't, no one had to pay. You know, your normal friends probably didn't have a pass. So that sucked, but you found, you found new friends within the company which I think was really like the second main perk was Disney had a lot of unique people. The people that work there are people who were raised on Disney. They, their dream was to work with Disney at, on some level. And I'm working with people who want to be uh, Disney Imagineers and, and these big dreams. And it's crazy to, to work along with those people because I talked to them today. Alex is one of those people. So me meeting him there, he had a very strong work ethic, just like me. And I, I took that. I took them with me in a sense. So I hope that answers your question. That it was- did. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If there was the parade, what character would you be? Um, for a moment, I almost did apply to be Darth Vader um, because that's, that's the only character I physically can play as far as I know. So really? there's a lot of height restrictions. So I do believe Darth Vader I might have been a hair too tall, but I believe 6'2 was what they're looking for. And I'm like 6'5, six, 6'6. Six, six. But you can't do that. Otherwise, you just look like a fat Vader. So, um, yeah, so that was an option for me. But I always thought it'd be cool to be a character because you could go out there and not be you for just a moment. You're too big to be Chewbacca, even? 
No, so I could might I might be able to be him. I'm not sure what the higher requirements. They that might have uh that might be a lot of costume up top. I'm not sure. Hmm. But yeah, Chewie. When I was working there, Chewie wasn't a character. Dang. Only Darth Vader because they had a um. Oh yeah, the little the kids, the lightsaber thing. Yes. Uh, and then when stars when they bought stars, that's when Chewie and everyone came over. So that wasn't an option when I was playing. That's brand new. I forget. I don't go often. <laughs> I don't. Uh, no one's gone often. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a good point. Can I ask you more questions? Yeah, do whatever you want. All right. You from following your social medias, specifically Instagram, um, we saw that you recently worked on Paradise City. Is this correct? Yeah, Paradise City, I believe, might have actually been now two years ago when we worked on it, but it's what? That's just the business. The, they, they, they shoot these things and then they have to shop it to see what network is going to pick it up. Um, so there, I think there was a lot of that happening and I'm sure the pandemic didn't help that either. But uh, yeah, so that was shot two years ago. And that's, that's actually a big part of our business is so many things are shot in advance and we can't even talk about it or show anything until they show it. So I'm sitting on two no sitting on a month or two months of content from that show and then you know even with bands I'm sitting on content that hasn't been seen yet so it's just crazy how long things can be shelved for uh do you remember anything cool from filming that paradise city you said I, it was the, I didn't know a lot of information about it I did watch the uh the original movie that came out for it but um I think the biggest shock factor for me, I've always loved working on set. So that's always up my alley. But when, I'm not sure if I can tell this or not. There's a lot of actors from Sons of Anarchy in the show. And I'm a huge fan of that show. So I, again, I, I don't know names. So if I'm looking at the call sheet, I don't know who's coming in that day. You know, I'm seeing a lot of, a lot of famous people. You know, Bella Thorne's on the show. Um, Andy Black's on the show. And, um, and Boo Boo, which I didn't even know he was from Twilight. So if, you, if you're if you a fan of Twilight, uh, he's on that show. He's one of the werewolves. And then he was in X-Men. So it's just kind of cool to see all these people that I watch. And then, yeah, the Sons of Anarchy people were the biggest, like, oh, wow, like, this is cool now. So. Do you ever get caught off guard where you're like, oh. Um, the only person that I don't really get starstruck anymore. The only person that's ever made me just completely stumble over my words was Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. So I've met the whole cast. And then there was a, there was a day that uh, I found out he was at Disney. So me and my friends went on a hunt all day. Like, we're going to find him. We're calling our friends. Like, does he have any dinner reservations that you can tell us about? <laughs> like, we just want to say hi. Um, so we finally gave up after a long day of that. And we're at the front desk talking to some coworkers. And then someone was like, Aaron Paul's in the ballet. So we fucking run out there and I'm just like, hi, my name's Aaron, my name's Anthony. And, and I'm, you know, I'm just a big fan. And, and I have this figure for you to sign. Of course, he doesn't know that I'm, what I'm, the hell I'm talking about, but basically at San Diego Comic-Con, I was supposed to meet him and he had the jet, but I didn't think to pre-explain my situation. So I was like, I had a figure that I'm not even holding right now that I wanted you to sign. And, and he's just like, well, first off, let me introduce myself. He goes, I'm Aaron, what's your name, blah, blah, blah. Super nice guy, but that's the only time I've ever just fucked that whole experience up. I hate spaghetti. That's not a person, but that's a thing. You didn't ask. I was just telling you. You hate spaghetti? Yeah. I hate spaghetti. 
It's the worst noodle. I, I, I thought it was because I had to eat it all the time as a kid on a budget. And then I tried it at expensive restaurants and it all tastes like shit to me. I thought maybe it's just that shitty marinara sauce that, you know, but no, it's just all, it's not good. Mm-mm. And then I've the- gone to nice Italian restaurants where they have the pink sauce. And I'm like, Ooh, what's that? And it's like, it's marinara mixed with something else. Alfredo, right. Or something. And I'm like, well, I don't want that shit either. <laughs> Your other spaghetti. <laughs> Can we come up with a new sauce that doesn't have marinara in it? That'd be dope. Alfredo's all right. But then you just use a better noodle. Spaghetti's no good. <laughs> Judge us. We said it. Okay, so other than this obvious favor, clearly, um, what sort of projects do you avoid? Uh, projects always come down to the person. I, if, if I don't like the person, I just, I won't work with them. Uh, at this point, I've always, I've always been very big on saying yes. That's always been my advice to photography. Any, anything you're trying to succeed in, I always say say yes. It's almost like the yes man movie. Because even for what I consider my success was me saying yes to something that maybe I didn't want to do. And I think I might have did it for free. But because of that, it led to everything I'm doing right now. Because I simply said yes versus no, I'm going to stay home and watch TV tonight. Like, so it's not so much what's in front of you. It's what it's going to happen when you get there and you're meeting other people and you're networking and then someone else sees that your photos or videos and they want the same caliber of work and then it just takes off word of mouth is the most powerful way of marketing so um it's just that was another question i had was how do you advertise i don't <laughs> word of mouth <laughs> so yeah i mean when when my thing took off i started working for an agency that worked with all these big bands like the use and offspring and and, and prior to that, I, I was just reaching out directly. So, I mean, you got to do the hard work early on. So I was reaching out to bands and I started uh, working with like Pennywise. I, I did some of their concerts and, and, and that's when I started shooting the use. And it just, it's just staying hungry. Fair enough. I would agree. So, okay. So you've listed, you've said Pennywise, the used, um, you've worked with Rise Against and Thrice and Goo Goo Dolls and Panic at the Disco and Thumb 41 and the Dirty Hits. My favorite. Um, my favorite. <laughs> uh, what bands give the best energy that you like to work with the most? To, I mean, not. I'm not even lying. To be honest, it's probably Dirty Hits. Um, I, I honestly didn't even know who they were the first day I went in their studio and, and worked with them. And I, I'm always believed that bands... On, for live shows it's half music half the, the the craziness on stage and dirty heads does that i mean we we I, obviously we've been to a million shows but just the lighting and you know, all the effects and just jared fucking running back and forth and you got the cool duddy and it's just like there's just such a cool vibe that comes from that band and i know even like when i first saw that uh, one love in long beach i was just just the energy the people I realized at that One Love show that I like shooting reggae shows over any other genre of music just because the fans are different. No one's trying to get in a fight. Everyone's just stoned, which I'm all about. Everyone's just all about the love and hanging out and making friends. And it's just a very cool community that I haven't seen in the rock shows. I haven't seen anywhere else. It's just, it's a very beautiful thing in the end. And I think that's what really attracted me to it was just, it's the whole package. Okay, 
I agree. I love One Love. That one's my favorite. What year did you start taking pictures for Dirty Heads? When was that? That I called the date. I remember all of the 2019 summer tour from your photos. Yeah. So there was a few years where I wasn't their tour guy. So I was their local guy. So when they were about to go to shows or on tour, any of that stuff, they rehearsed. And that's, I was that guy. So anytime they rehearsed, anytime they needed liners to promote the shows, I was that guy. But they would use different people to go on the road with. Um, so I was doing, that's when I was doing Disney and all that. So I literally would work probably seven days a week on the average. So I'd work 40 hours at Disney if I showed up, if I wasn't too busy. And then on my, after I got off working third shift, I'd work from like 8 p.m. to 8.30. No, yeah, 8 p.m. to 8.30, something like that. 10 p.m. to 8.30. And I would go straight to a rehearsal and, and work on that. And then I'd have to go straight home. And what's my big thing is you have to be fast with it. So I'd have to edit. So I'm editing and then I'm sending it off and that stuff's getting posted. And then I'd finally get sleep before I have to do the whole thing over again. And that's just, that's just one band. You know, there's, there's multiple bands that I would have to do that with. Um, so yeah, it, it was a lot of work for a while. I mean, um, excellent work ethic because it got you where you are. That's fucking cool. Yeah, but definitely you want to consider your mental health. Uh, so I think that's what's big with me right now is that balance. I'm all about balance right now. So uh, that's why I'm very picky with who I work with. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to say yes as much as I used to, but I'm okay with that. Um, I have what I want, and uh, for now, that's fine. Well, then, super fat. Thank you for saying yes to doing this, especially since. We don't That's totally know. True. <laughs> I'm trying to find that date. Hold on. Go. I mean, if you want to keep talking about how dope I am and, and <laughs> bands that I photograph, because I've kind of forgot. So feel free to keep uh, ringing my bell. I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I feel weird super stalking. I just. I think the most photos I've dove into were some 41 those concerts always seem really really fun and alive and all your pictures and videos that you have posted on instagram yeah. specifically um say your instagram you have you have a gentle giant digital instagram so that's that's the main business one that's really the one that i'm on the most or most active with if i am uh, my personal is double double plain like the hamburger from in and out i might be changing that soon because no one knows what it means and then the new account that I just started is the Dirty Heads X Gentle Giant account, uh, which I'm using to, for the less business stuff, it's just more behind the scenes. It's more just raw clips. Hopefully on tour, you'll see more stories. It's just, if you're a big Dirty Heads fan, that's where you're gonna wanna be because I don't wanna overload the Dirty Heads account. This is just gonna be where you're just seeing more and more of the snippets of what's on the Dirty Heads account. I do want to see all of those. Well, I hope so. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, so to answer your question, my first day with Dirty Heads was June 23rd, 2016. Oh, dang. That was a long time. Yeah. Didn't know who they were, walked in. I, I just started taking taking pictures. This is the biggest group that I, I photographed at that time because it's a big band you know you got Sean you got Maddie you got, everyone's there so I'm just like okay here we go and then I just remember Jared being like have you shot us before 
have we worked with you before? Like very just in my, I was just like, no, my name's Anthony. <laughs> this is my first day here. And uh, I mean, yeah, and now this is where we're at. So it's just, uh, it's crazy. It's very crazy to think back on that now. Well, hooray. How exciting. The whole thing is fascinating to me. All, like from start to finish, you just made I mean, it all work. I mean, to, to say from start, I mean, you have to understand that I came from, from a family with no money. There's points in my life where I was homeless and, and just there's a lot of stuff that I've had to go through even before, before June 23rd, 2016 came. So it's, uh, it's, it's life. And I think life is what got, what made me hungry. People who struggle know what it's like to be at the bottom and they never want to be there again. So when you, when you get to a point of success, you never want to lose that. But there's a lot to be said about making the very best of it, like knowing where you came from and saying, well, I'm not going to fucking stay there. And then like, like, you said you've reached a point in your life now where you can have the balance, but before you reach the balance, you have the working 40 hours a week, going home, working more hours and then going home and editing for more hours and then maybe sleeping. And you have so many years of doing that until you get to the point where you can look back and go, ha, I did it. I'm going to keep this shit. And that's yeah. amazing. And that's all cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, it's, it's definitely one of those things where when you're in a tough situation, you know, you might have, a, I had a single parent, so I know what it's like to have a single parent that has to have multiple jobs. And that's that hunger that, uh, that I've seen and it passes on because you're going to see that they're not at home relaxing like other parents, moms and dads. They're, they're having to keep working so you can eat even just the, the spaghetti and the mac and cheese with cut up hot dogs in it. Like it's, it's, it was a lifestyle that I, I don't like to think back on too often, but it also in the end created who I am. And I'm hopefully, I, I consider myself a decent person. I, I always like to have good vibes and it is what it is. You just got to keep moving forward. Okay. So on the note of moving forward, do you have any cool projects coming up that you can talk about? Because I know you said you can't talk about things until they're happening. What can um, there's always things that I have on my plate for like dirty heads, um, but it just comes down to timing and availability. I think a lot of that probably won't happen until tour, but I do, I do love hearing what fans want because in the end, that's who I'm catering to. So because I'm so hands-on with dirty heads, I have that creative control to not just to take the photos and send them off and hope that some cool ones get used and how they're used. I have a lot of input. So I think with having that, I can work with the band to be like, what's the goals? Work with the fans, say, what do you guys want to see? And I can make that happen. And I don't think that that's, an, I don't think that's something that you see with a lot of bands and that's what I want to change. I want to, I want to make that bridge even more narrow between the two of you guys. Well, that's awesome. We appreciate it as fans. <laughs> you I have so. like, <laughs> a lot of, I spent a lot of late nights going through my hard drive watching reruns of Wonder Years. So <laughs> uh, I hope you guys are enjoying the content. We are. So, okay. Another question that I had, do you ever save bloopers or bad pictures just because they're funny and you want to save them for a future so you might be the one of the ones or one of the main people that made me start thinking about that. But in the past, no, I, I'm always seeking perfection. So again, when I said I take a thousand photos and I call it down to 400, 
that's that that's the 700 photos whatever it ends up being that is what you're asking for so they're either blurry they're too dark or they just look the same as the other you know 20 photos previous to it but i'm picking the best one for whatever reason that stands out to me um but no i am going to start saving more of those but it does require more hard drive space but just for you. Yes. <laughs> I want to see some ridiculous ones. <laughs> yeah, but then I got to worry about Kimmy swooping them all and then reposting them for the rest of her life, making her profile <laughs> picture, her Facebook banner. and It exists. Yeah, yeah. They'll never go away. <laughs> well, it shouldn't ever, ever. Let me see. Do I got any more for you? What is the strangest photo shoot you've done? The weirdest thing. Can you think of? Just, uh, I'll start talking about this one. I'm trying to think if there's probably a better one, but I did have a friend call me freaking out one day that her photographer didn't show up to do her almost like a, a nude birthday photo shoot. I'm not sure. I, I don't even know today, even though I was there helping her with it, but so I'm not one that likes to do things on the fly, but so I, you know, as a good friend, I went over there and it just got weird. It was her naked. I'm putting frosting on her butt and I have, I have videos of it. And then, you know, I'm already weirded out by the whole situation slash turned on and, and I'm trying to take photos. And next I know there's a videographer in there who wants her to be more revealing than I do. And I'm, I'm I guess, more PG-13 about it. You know, and next time I know her dad's coming upstairs, just like you would see in a movie. And she goes, holy shit, my dad's coming to hide. Like I got, like I got, and she's naked. And I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, does your dad not know that you're doing this? Like, what, <laughs> what did I just become part of? Like now I'm part of this weird porno. Like her dad's going to come in and think I'm shooting a porno. <laughs> so she runs and hides in the bathroom. Her dad comes in. He's like, where's my daughter? I'm just like, oh, I think she's in the bathroom. She wouldn't come out until he left. We start the photo shoot again, and then he comes again. She had to go run and hide. So I literally have videos, which I won't ever be showing, but I have videos of you'll see her hiding in the hallway naked with frosting on her while her dad's just like walking around the, the studio that we were in. But yeah, again, I didn't know her dad owned that studio, and, and he had no clue that she was doing this new birthday reveal. So, um, yeah, I would say that's a crazy photo shoot. That's a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> birthday soup for the win <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to see them I'm okay but I bet they're really good <laughs> it's funny it's good shit it's good shit good okay shit. that's all my questions do you have things you want to I mean we already said Instagram and that seems to be mostly where you promote and post anything but would you like to give shout outs or more shit Shout outs to feeling good. Shout outs to Luke, Duddy, Jake. Uh, shout outs to Dirty Head. Shout outs to everyone. Um, thank you to everyone that's followed me and that's helped make me who I am today. Oh, hooray. Okay, I, I do have more questions, but um, how is it working with feeling good with Duddy from far away now? Um, honestly, it mainly Luke's the one that's handling it now. Um, he kind of stepped in when I moved away and, and he's killed it. And, and I, you know, I've always, I'm, I'm more of a support system. So if there's things that he doesn't know how to do, he'll reach out and that doesn't require to be in person. Um, I'm going back to OC next month. So I'm sure I'll be stopping in. Okay. Yeah.
The good-looking support system. <laughs> I think. The good-looking giant in the back. Someone's told me before I was good-looking. It's kidnapped. That. Thank goodness for Steven Seagal, right? Who knows? I might not have been here today. Dang. Okay. We have to end it right, yes? <laughs> mm -hmm. What? Are you supposed to do it like it's the fucking money that goes up the tube? Like, you look like you have that little thing of money at the, like, Costco and just... Like, that's I don't how you know. do your bong tokes. <laughs> you, like, do it wrong? I just know when I do, I'm, I just go and I'll take the thing out and go, but you're just like, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's like one of those milkshakes from in and out. Like you're just, you can't, you have to like wait 15 minutes for it to defrost to even start drinking it. You're just like, <laughs> refuse Fill to it wait. Up. You're an eager and beaver. You refuse to wait. That's your problem. It's yes. Uh, right now. I can put the money. <laughs> I don't know. I never watched myself take one. Well, if this worked out, you might be able to. Otherwise, this was always the time. And I'm not redoing it because I don't like to redo stuff. Well, I super hope it worked and I appreciate all the help. Well, thank, thank you for you. having me. Thank you for coming and agreeing and saying yes because I know that you don't say yes to many things. And so thank you for giving us your time and waking up probably early because you also don't sleep. So. It's all good. It's all good vibes. Only got somewhere in my pocket. I'll take them. Here's that button maker that you asked for. Ah, we need to make buttons. <laughs> I don't have. Right. I just have swords. Where's your gun? Do your gun thing. Do your, oh. You have to do the other way. Otherwise, we're facing each other. We're supposed to be back to back. Wait, no, then I have to do this way. Hold on. I was fucking up. Hold on. <laughs> oh, my gun disappeared. It did disappear. What? Bang, bang, bang. Thanks for having me. Bye, Bye. bitches. <laughs> All right. So we told you we were going to stomp graves <laughs> and we're not going to lie. And we've never done it before. And we um, don't drink alcohol, so um, we're just stomping grapes. And guess what? We are going to drink our grape juice that we make <laughs> out of these cute little goblets. Yes. I'm so excited. We're going to cheers. All right. So, we've never done this before. So, can you see us? Yes. Let's go. Here we go. Quick. Oh, yeah. We're ready. <laughs> All right. Are they in there? Can you see them? And. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's squishy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, they're so weird in your toes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoops, my dress. Oh, it sounds like your armpit first. <laughs> oh, I got 
<laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> so this is fun. <laughs> this is definitely different. Oh, put it between your toes. <laughs> Pop it. It's like stepping on a bunch of those um, orb orbies. You know, you have kids yes. right, orbies. Bitches. <laughs> I died on video. Like she killed me. She killed me. Oh goodness. Okay. You have so much juice. So we wanted to do the run for your life. And this is part of it. This is part of it. I was gonna wrap it. Oh, I need the words because I don't remember. Yes, you're, so she does, you're very good at I do, I do everything, remember. <laughs> we out here smashing grapes, Alexander living great. I'm a rolling, living Roman, and token, no, I can't do it. Fuck. I can't read it. Here, make it bigger. Oh, there. It's a crazy 88, check them bobbing on your face. <laughs> We're out here smashing grapes, Alexander, living great. I'm a rolling, living Roman, and I'm token in my toga. Keep on rolling the aroma. Now I'm living in a coma. <laughs> yes, okay. Hi, but can't feel my face. Kind of wish that I was sober. 30 seconds out from Mars. I rolled that one on the rover. Okay. <laughs> Ayo. All right. I'm never going to get it, but we out, we out here smashing grapes, Alexander, living great. I'm a rolling, living Roman. I'm a token in the toga. Keep on rolling the aroma. Now I'm living in a coma. Boom. <laughs> That's it. That's all you get of that fancy rap. It was really good. <laughs> good. <laughs> so this is for you. <laughs> and now I actually you. I actually uh took a run out in Rome, Italy today. I'll definitely make sure I show you guys some uh fancy pictures of the sightseeing I took. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we uh, entertained you guys enough today um, and look forward to seeing you guys next week when we have um, who knows what's up our sleeve next week. We might not even have sleeves. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but uh, we have plans. We don't know what they always are, but like I said earlier, plans on plans on plans plans on plans on plans Plans on plans i did not say that earlier sometimes that <laughs> changes and then you stomp some grapes yeah Hot. and then you run for your life yeah <laughs> <laughs> this isn't <very> good <laughs> i'm done your grapes are gonna be fucked <laughs> and your floors are nasty <laughs> okay we're not done though okay <laughs> Because <laughs> do we need a strainer or are we just going for Can it? I, oh, because you can't. Okay, so you're going to hold my cup. Okay. And I'm just going to pour some in there. Sounds good. Or do we want like a ladle? We could ladle. We have one. We do have a ladle. It's a little baby one. Here. We're going to ladle or ladle. <laughs> 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 All right, so. You want me to pour yours for you? Sure. 
This is nice because it strains it even. <laughs> like drinking out of a puddle. <laughs> Maybe just one more. <laughs> okay, and then now I'll do yours. <laughs> you hold yours. <laughs> this had my juice on it. Do you want my foot juice all over your ladle? <laughs> okay. You got it. I was like, my juice is all over your ladle. My juice is on your ladle. All right. So. Oh, sorry. You got a little. You got a little piece of grape. <laughs> Say hello. And. There you go. Your stomach's like, <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> um, that was very interesting. I definitely feel uh, more powerful. Um, <laughs> I do. Like, like okay. I just made my own drink <laughs> with our feet. with my feet. Okay. Yeah. yeah like so doesn't it feel like? connected yeah like earth. this is i i did this i i made this out of something that we i got from the earth i it just i agree i feel so much more refined and it smells just, good just like grape juice really yeah it smells like grapes yeah shall we yeah and cheers to our second show and our feet I did get a piece of it. I just swallowed it though. <laughs> we didn't strain it well, but no. it's not offensive. <laughs> nope. And bye. <laughs>